episode number 690, Networking Strategies for Introverts. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI Podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you today? I am doing great, Priscilla. Thanks for asking. And I have a good friend on today, Matthew Pollard, who's a uh, second time on the BNI podcast. For those of you uh, who find this topic interesting, go to podcast number 554. That was Matthew's first visit to the BNI podcast. And a lot of great, great uh, background information, particularly about his uh, best selling book, his first book, The Introverts. Edge. Um, Matthew has been called the real deal by Forbes. I love that, Matthew. Uh, and as I said, he has a best-selling book, The Introvert's Edge. And um, he's um, um, has a soon-to-be-released second book, The Introvert's Edge to Networking, something that I am very interested in. Uh, he's received endorsements on this book from Harvard, Princeton, Neil Patel, Michael Gerber, Marshall Goldsmith, and some guy named Ivan Meisner. So I was happy to do this uh, endorsement on Matthew's book. Uh, as I said, this is his second time on BNI Podcast. Go to episode 554. Matthew, welcome back. Man, I'm ecstatic to be here. I can't believe it's been almost 150 episodes since our last <laughs> interview. It's been, it's been a fair amount. Yeah, well over 100 for sure. Well, that's yeah. impressive. You 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 put so much value out for your audience. I you know I I think the pod, podcasting these days is such a great medium for people to, to to really get the information that they need. Yeah, and we do it in bite sized pieces. You know, we have education coordinators in all the chapters, and they're very very active on the podcast. And they do five minute presentations, up to five minutes at a chapter meeting. And so these twelve minute podcasts are perfect for them to take content and do it at BNI meeting. So you're going to be talked about in uh, thousands of BNI groups all around the world, Matthew. <laughs> well, you know, that will, I, I mean, you, we, we discussed my, my personal story in the last podcast with my mother being a, a BNI fan and, and getting so many clients uh, from BNI activities and the, the dance cards more specifically. So, you know, I'm, I'm ecstatic to, to, to be something that, that is used as a resource for everyone in BNI groups across the world. Absolutely. And, you, you know, you talk a lot about being an introvert and networking, and I think that's important for a lot of people because oftentimes people think that, you know, an introvert isn't going to be as good at networking, and we both know that that's absolutely not the case. Um, so let me jump into the, to your new book. Your, your first book was a runaway success. Uh, can you tell us what motivated you to write that first book and why it was so successful? Yeah, I, I think it was a few things. I think that I, that I was the first sales leader that just got up and said, "I'm a proud introvert, and introverts can sell." I mean, it's it's not you know new information. I mean, it's new information to a lot of people that people like yeah. Zig Ziglar, uh, people like Jeb Blunt were were introverted. the 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 truth is, just people felt like there was a stigma there that they just couldn't talk about their introversion publicly. 
And I think this book really allowed us to confront that stigma head on. And I was so excited to see so many introverted sales leaders come out and say, I'm introverted as well. But I think it was the topic and the dialogue we created around it. I mean, you know, Ivan, you featured on my Introverts Edge podcast, which we built around uh, the, the book launch. And, you know, just bringing that topic where we sort of highlighted introverts aren't second-class citizens. We can network, we can sell, we can speak publicly. Absolutely. And we talked about this on on your show uh, that that I I took a test and found out I was was also an introvert who was a situational extrovert. And that was news to me. I think that introverts specifically, we project extroversion onto anyone that we see as successful. I know I do it myself from time to time. And then, you know, you're always surprised. I mean, I remember I was doing some research on you after you endorsed my first book. And I just type your name in and the word introvert because I've just given up guessing. And I I remember seeing that blog post. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm an introvert. Um, And, you know, I remember reading through it. I went, now makes so much sense. And, you know, it's it's such a great parallel with with my second book because, you know, in B&I, you talk about process and systems. And for introverts, that's great because you, I mean, if you know systems, you know what's coming. If you can practice your, your, your little infomercial beforehand, BNI is an amazing way to get in front of your ideal clients. And I just wanted to take it that step further and say, everything that I do in the success that I had in sales in the first book and the success that I have, I've had in networking, which I talk about in the second book, is all a systematic, methodical process that I can right. practice beforehand so I don't get stuck in my head worrying about what I'm going to say. For me, it feels almost like Groundhog Day, while to the person I'm speaking <laughs> to, it feels like an organic conversation. Yeah. So you've got a second book, uh, and it sounds like you're going to make this into a series, The Introvert's Edge. I love that concept. That's really good. Um, why do you think that so many, and this one's on networking, why do you think so many introverts struggle with or even hate networking? I think it's because of the way people see it. I mean, you, we all see those transactional networkers walk around the room saying, do you want to buy something from me? No. What about you? What about you? And we don't want to be that person. Okay. Yeah. So we end up then trying to be what I call the aimless networker, which is the person that kind of sits to the side or gets involved in conversation, but then ends up having all of these very undetailed conversations because they try to almost avoid talking about what it is that they do because they don't want to come across as that transactional salesy person. But what happens is that means they end up coming home with all these business cards with people that they've had relatively shallow conversations with. And they just go, you know what, if they reach out to me, then I'll work with them. Of course, they never do. So we always have this view that networking just doesn't work. The truth is it does work. They're just doing it wrong. So in the book, I talk about what I call strategic networking, and that is going in with a plan, going to the right rooms to make sure that your niche of clients is there, knowing that just clientele is not the only thing you're going there for. I mean, you know, if I met you in a in a networking event, I tried to sell you something, that would have been a horrible way to leverage the relationship that you and I now have. So there are different types of relationships you can meet in a networking room, and just being prepared for all of that all comes down to some things that introverts are great at, which is planning preparation and practice. And then once we have that, we can leverage our natural skills, which are, I mean, we're great listeners. We're very empathetic. We're all about the other person. These are qualities that are so in demand in a networking environment. Right. And extroverts, you know, they, they they tend not to listen real well. They tend not to, I'm not talking about everybody, but they tend not to listen very well. Uh, They love to talk. And what's their favorite subject? 
themselves absolutely (laughs) you know it's interesting though i mean i think there's a big difference though i mean if we think about organizations if if somebody in the hr department saw somebody that you know wasn't listening very well they'd send them to an active listening class if they weren't empathetic they might send them to empathy training if they saw if if that it was an extrovert they then they were running their own business they might go and do training like that for themselves because they believe it to be a learnable skill i think the big divide is that introverts believe that because of this thing called the gift of gab, learning how to sell, how to network, how to speak from stage is just not possible for them. And that's yeah. the big thing that, that we that we need to start to work with, that introverts need to realize that their path to success is just different to that of an extrovert. And when they right. embrace that, they can actually not only do well, they can actually dominate in every one of yeah. these so-called extroverted arenas. Yeah, no question about it. Any other suggestions for introverts that they can do things differently, other things they can do differently? Yeah, I think that the number one thing that an introvert does when they're in a networking room is they tend to get into a conversation and then they get into the jargon or the technicalities of what they do mm-hmm. and they just overwhelm the person that they're speaking to. It's like they, they love what they do and they're trying to download 30 years of information into the person they're speaking to's head in, in two minutes while they're politely listening, hoping probably to get to the restroom or to the bar to get away. <laughs> the difference is that what I suggest is that firstly, introvert realizes that generally if they're selling to somebody, those people, they need to define them as a niche and then say, okay, what are the three major problems that that person would have? And then look for one story for each one of those problems. So when they're in a networking event and they're having a dialogue about what they do and that conversation comes up, then what they should be doing is then saying, actually, you know what you remind me of, or that reminds me of, and then going into a story about someone that they worked with that had a problem and that they then got to a desired response. And the reason why that's so important is, I mean, stories, firstly, I mean, it short circuits the logical mind. People love listening to stories, but people also find stories much more tangible. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think is one of the biggest mistakes that people make, introverts make in networking? You know, I think it's the time when somebody actually says to them, you know, that's really interesting. You know, tell me a little bit more about that. I'd like to buy, you know, I'd like to buy from you. Or what does working with you look like? And then they get into, oh my gosh, finally, I've been waiting for this. I've gone to 10 networking events and this is the first person that's actually (laughs) asked me. So they then start talking about their product or service. Networking is never about sales. When something yeah. like that comes up, what's going to happen, and I do this in role plays with, with introverts all the time, is I'll, I'll ask them that question after they, they, they explain you know, what I call the unified message, which I explain in you know, episode 554, and then you know, how to explain their passion and mission in their story. I'll then say, oh, that's great. Tell me, how, do, how would I work with you? And then, then they will go into explaining how what working with them or what working with them looks like. And I say, in the middle of their conversation, oh, Bob, I'm so glad that you popped in. It's great to see you. And of course, we've been interrupted in a networking event, right? And I simulate that for them. And I help them realize that even when somebody's really interested in working with them, you have to make sure that they you appreciate them saying that, but saying that there's more that you need to know to make sure that you're the right fit. Plus, now's not really the time for that. I'm sure that they and Bo- and you came to meet people and to network and then to set up a time to have a dialogue with them later. I think the yeah. power of that is that they can also, if they're with a partner, have a conversation with them about you know whether or not they're willing to pay for you, also whether or not 
they got different things out of the conversation. You know, I, I worked with one guy that literally because I said that, he said to his partner afterwards, you know, if he's under this price, we're definitely going to work with him. We met up the following, about three days later. And as soon as I explained the pricing and what it looked like, they were like, yep, let's move forward. But if I had have jumped on it like a Cobra in a networking event, I know I would not have got that deal. Right, right. Great advice. Any last thoughts before we wrap up, Matthew? You know, I think it's the most important piece of advice that I can give everybody that's listening is that there is a system out there for every single introvert to learn how to do anything that they believe is an extroverted kind of behavior. And more than that, I think you'll be be blown away to discover that introverts actually dominate in most of those things. I mean, you think about people like Bill Murray, Leonardo DiCaprio. Even in that forum where somebody's supposed to be on stage or creatively, you know, in comedy, those people also, both of them are introverts. So yeah. one of the things I want everyone to know is there is a system out there for you to help you become successful as an introvert. And, you know, my publisher hates me when I say this, but you don't need to buy my book, The Introvert's Edge Networking, to do that. <laughs> you know, you can go to theintrovertsedge.com forward slash networking and there I'll help you get over the, the, the fact that you think you can't network as an introvert in the first chapter, which I give away for free there. And I'll also map out what I call the Introvert's Edge networking system to really help you understand why everything that you've been doing up till now feels so inauthentic and incongruent and how you can turn all of that around in a really simple way. Well, I'll help, I'll help uh, promote your book, Matthew, if you don't. Uh, I, I urge members to pick up a copy of the Introvert's Edge to Networking. You can get it at the website that Matthew just gave, the introvertsedge.com forward slash networking. A lot of great content there. Fantastic book. And uh, I was happy to endorse it. And thanks for coming back to BNI Podcast, Matthew. It's great it was having my you. pleasure. I'm always happy to be on this show. Over to you, Priscilla. Okay, great. That was some great information. Thank you, Matthew and Ivan. The sponsor for this podcast is Ivan's Inner Circle. Go check out the great content available at www.ivansinnercircle.com, where Ivan has assembled a variety of interesting topics for you to learn about and participate in. So thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast.